Welcome to Listening with Leaders. I'm Doug Knoll, lawyer turned peacemaker. I teach executive leaders how to listen to emotions rather than words so that they can become the leaders everyone wants to follow. And I teach those same leaders how to be authentically present, available, and connected to their families, despite being insanely busy. I have learned that we are 98% emotional and only 2% rational. Learning how to listen to emotions is, in my experience, the foundational skill of life. Stick around to the end of the show, and I'll reveal how you can be on our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. So let's get started. Joe Szynski, how awesome it is to have you on my show. This is so cool. So for those of you who don't know, this is one of the top 10 business coaches in Silicon Valley. Uh, I met him about eight or nine months ago through a unique set of circumstances. And Joe, I just really, really love that you're here. Um, so let's get started. Tell us a little bit about yourself and well, how you, I know first, you have- First, re- Doug, first Doug, I wanna say thank you and your listeners for allowing me to be here today and um, spend some time with you. It's just an honor and privilege to be here. I love uh, everything that you're doing. Your book is awesome. It's changed so many people's lives. So. Um, I just want to express my sincere appreciation to you and everything that you do for the universe. Well, I really appreciate that, Joe. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I guess we're just a mutual admiration society. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a really interesting background because you started in technology before people even knew what technology was. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your, your former life and then a little bit about what you do today? Well, well, I, I, you know, I go back. I was born in France, raised in Missouri grew up in South Korea and live in Silicon Valley, the most expensive place on the planet. Um, when I got into technology, it was be- before satellites and before Windows and, and DOS 2.11 was the thing. And, uh, you know, that, that's kind of where I started. And just watching how technology has changed the, the world is just amazing. And, and looking at where we're going is just um it almost boggles my mind on how things continue to evolve. Um, and and I, I, I believe it's for the good of the, the planet. So I, we're, we're making progress. Good. So what do you do today? Well, now I run a company called Brainshare Business Mentors. So when I retired in 2007, my, my goal was to go buy an island. But all my investments were in real estate. And, and I don't know if you remember what happened in 2008. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> and, and, and all my real estate went underwater. So I, I kind of looked around and said, well, what can I do to help? And, and, you know, I was walking down El Camino Real here. And um, I'm, I'm looking at all these businesses that, you know, going out of business. This, and I'm like, man, man, what can I do to help? So that's when I started um, uh, uh, my, my, the consulting business. And, you know, building a business like building a house and so many businesses just don't understand that. Yeah. So that's what that's kind of how I started. I wanted to I wanted to contribute to the goodness of the universe and and help people. Uh, And you're doing it in spades. So you are you are one of the most energetic human beings I've ever met. And and you you love life. But what I'm really curious about is what do you enjoy most about what you do? Well, you know, it's, you see so many people out there. I mean, you run into them all the time that are grumpy or whatever, and, and their business isn't going the way they want, which means their personal life's not going the way they want. And everything's just, they, they don't have a good path to go down, or they're, they're looking for that path. And what motivates me is when I see somebody go, oh, 
I, I know what my goals are now. Actually putting a plan in place to achieve your goals is so much easier when you know what the goal is. There you go. Like I tell people, you know, not having goals is like trying to sail a sailboat across the ocean without a compass. Exactly. So, and, and, you know, I've been setting goals since I was 14 years old. And what's kind of interesting is I've never achieved one of my five-year goals. And the reason is they change, that's right? It's, that's okay. That's right. Setting the goal is just about getting momentum and moving right. in a direction. That's right. And I, I, I found that too, that having a goal is important, but no goal is ever locked in concrete. You can that's, always change your goals. Whose goal are they? They're that's yours. That's you can right. change them whenever you want. It's okay. You don't have to get locked in. Well, what happens if I don't achieve my goal? I'm going to be rejected. You know what? Get, get outside of your own brain. Um, it, it's set a goal, go in that direction. They're yours. You can change them whenever you want, whenever it's right. And, and you'll know it. So what is it, what is it that's unique about your approach in helping entrepreneurs get their businesses off the ground? Well, and it's, I, I don't focus necessarily on the entrepreneur, especially in the early stages, because they're still kind of figure things out. But what, but I, I, what makes us unique is that building a business is like building a house. And we start with that foundation. And that foundation is goal setting and then time allocations. Time is our most valuable asset and how we utilize that will determine the success of our life and our business. So, so many people don't allocate time where it needs to be allocated to achieve their goals. When they start doing that, the world changes for them. How do you, how do you help people with their time allocation? How do, how do people decide where they spend their time? Well, I, I mean, I, it's better than looking at TikTok, I guess, right? Oh, well, yeah, or TikTok <laughs> or Facebook or whatever else. Well, and, and, and so I utilize some NLP techniques, some neuro linguistic okay. programming techniques called modalities. So I have the client identify their modalities that they need to be. So like if you're a business owner, you might have to be the CEO and the team and the sales and the marketing and the finance and the operation. Those are all different modalities. So you identify what, and then you got your personal modality, maybe kids, maybe, you know, uh, you know, the first thing I put on my, my calendar is date night with the wife. <laughs> that's, that's most important. And then identifying those modalities and depending on where you're at in your business, what percentage of time do you need to be spending in that modality? And then what tasks need to get done in those modalities? So you actually put together a calendaring system based on where your business is today to achieve your short-term goals, what does it need to be? And those percentages will change as your business evolves. This sounds like it's a super logical, organized way to put your business life together. Well, it, it, it's, it's simple. It's not easy. Uh, uh, hard. Well, it, the interruptions is one big thing. You know, I, I, you know, one of the things I tell my clients to do is turn off your email. For that, you know, in you know, you've got that one-hour time block that you're wearing your your CEO hat, or you're wearing your marketing hat, or you're wearing your CFO hat. Whatever hat you're wearing, stay in that modality for an hour, and then take a break to switch modalities. Got it. And then in that break, you can okay, let me check a couple of emails. Don't get tied in that because you can be checking emails all day. Oh, by the way, this is my favorite hat. That you probably that that some of you might be wearing. Um, 
the janitor hat. <laughs> if you're running a small business, you probably understand that one. I do. I love that. I love the hats. Where do you come up with that idea? <laughs> well, well, it's because it, 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 it's a motor. It's like wearing a different hat. Right. It really is. Because if you're thinking like a CFO and you're trying to do marketing, you're not going to be good at it. You've got to well, stay focused on task. Well, not only on task, but on modality. Got it. So let me, let me give you an example. I was uh, doing some of my marketing and I'm like, what am I doing this for? What am I, you know? And then I'm like, okay, as a marketing VP, my job is to set appointments. And what I actually did is every time I set an appointment, I reached in my pocket and gave myself 20 bucks. Now that sounds stupid, but it worked wow. because it put me in that my only job is not to close the sale is to set the appointment. That's marketing modality. If you're trying to close it, to close the sale, when you're supposed to be marketing, you're going to lose. Got it. Interesting. Well, let's switch, switch up a little bit. You, you um, were very complimentary of my fourth book, Deescalate. And uh, <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I, um, but you know, I'm really big on a different kind of listening and I'm wondering how, how you work with your clients in, and how important is listing and what you teach and what you practice? It's critical. If, if you don't understand what someone is trying to communicate, and I, and I use the word communicate, not what they're saying. Right. Because as, like your book talks about, which has helped me so much, is you're listening for the emotions, not necessarily the words. And once you understand that aspect of things, the world changes because then you're really communicating. You're not just talking at each other. And I see that so much. Right. People talking at each other. What, <laughs> I hate to promote my own book, but I, before you read my book, how do you learn, how do you learn to listen? What, was, what were, how, was it just trial and error? Did you? No, no. So, so back in my and my my HP days, my I was HP a sales guy. Packard, right? Yep, and 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 we had some of the best sales training ever, and uh, we did a lot of question-based selling. So you're asking a question, you're listening, you're you're actually taking notes on what you're hearing, not just their um, their words, but how they're nonverbals. Not, and this is where I learned nonverbals communicate fifty-five percent of things. Words, tone, tonality is 38% and right. words are 7%. Right. So words are almost, they're not nearly as important as the emotion, the nonverbals. Nonverbals tell you all so much more than words ever will. And that's what I learned about listening was not about listening for the words, but listening for the nonverbals. So I'm interested, Joe, do, do you use the same listening skills within your family life as you do in business? I wish I'd be a lot better off at home. <laughs> oh, okay. So, well, you know, sometimes you try and some, sometimes when you get home, you're just, you don't want to think anymore. And it was funny. I, I was just telling the story at lunch that, that me and my wife had a little kind of a disagreement of some sort. And I started using some of my techniques that I learned back in 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 in, in my HPDs. And, and by the way the wife and i both work together and she goes don't pull that with me i've been through that training too <laughs> so Ooh. yeah it, uh, sometimes things backfire on you yep um, have you tried have you tried affect labeling her yet using the stuff yeah, out of my book? Yeah, uh, actually i i've been 
practicing. I'm not great at it yet, but I'm getting better. Um, my, my, you know, I'm so lucky. I've been married for what, 32 years now. And uh, she puts up with me no matter, almost no matter what. So I, I'm, I'm extremely lucky. And she's very, um, uh, uh, almost, uh, she, she feels stuff. So she's, she really um, is in tune with, with other people much more than I am, you know, and, and I, cause I have to work at it. She does it just intuitively. So uh, yes, I try it. Am I as good as her? No, but I'm working on it. Wow. Good for you. So what would you tell if you, if you give advice to young people, people say that are just coming out of college, maybe they're going to go to business school or graduate school. And we're, we live in a very different environment today than when you and I grew up. What, what kind of advice would you give a young person today about their career and about life in general? Well, so first of all, identify your, your, you know, your passion. Where do you want to be? Where do you want to go? Um, and, and put together the, the plan to get there. You want to earn more, learn more. Life is pretty simple, but money may not be your driving factor. That's okay. Um, whatever they're your goals, go for it. Uh, now, when I say go for it, put a plan in place, <laughs> you know, don't just, okay. You know, I, I see, I see a lot of businesses. I, I, I'll ask them, I say, oh, so uh, can I see your business plan? Oh, it's right here. And I go, <laughs> well, uh, and I, I said, unless it's on paper and you can show it to me, it doesn't exist. So, I mean, really, you're really telling the young people to do exactly what you tell your more seasoned clients to do, which is plan, think, strategic thinking. Strategic thinking, put the plan in place, work the plan, and be prepared for the contingencies. Right. Because, you know, everybody thinks that you start here and you go here and it's a straight line. It's not. It goes like this. <laughs> yeah. And you, you usually get there if you continue to move forward. Work the plan. But there's yeah, work the plan. But there's going to be potholes and and hurdles and unexpected things. COVID, um, you know, supply chain issues. But if you've got a good plan, you'll put together contingency plannings to address those things. What do you? What if you look back at all the all, all the clients you worked with since you quote retired? <laughs> um, can you give us a story of somebody who who really? took your stuff and got really successful. Yeah. Yeah. One of them comes to mind. He, he came in and he was running a $20 million business. And he goes, I think I better actually turn this into a business because it's been a hobby. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, okay, well, let's start off. And, and, and really he, he loved what he was doing, but had no structure in place. I mean, the, no org chart, no roles and responsibilities. He had just gotten there through, sheer will and when we and by the way he was making um about seventy thousand a year and struggling with getting that to pay himself wow and so as we started diving into the, uh, first of all he didn't know how to read a financial statement so looking at his PL, he had no idea what he was looking at so he wasn't looking at them um the no processes in place the the goals were Revenue goals, not profit goals. Revenue is great, but if you don't have profit, it doesn't matter. Um, and, he, he, you know, his, he was spending his time where he wanted to and not delegating the way he should. So when you start with those four things, which are boring, but that's the foundation of building a business, time, goal setting standards, and financials. 
we put that together and then he realized, wow, I've got so much more time in my business. And then we get into sales and marketing and optimizing business. In, in two and a half, almost three years, we went from a, a, a $2 million valuation to a $22 million valuation. And he was bringing home almost $400,000 a year into his pocket. That's awesome. And, and it was just following the path of building a business that works without you, just like building a house. Yeah. And he, 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 he was willing to learn. He embraced, he's like, you know, I never read a business book. Well, it, two and a half years later, he had read almost all, all of the books that behind me. And he was like, when I drive, I'm listening to an audio book. And if I like it, I take down the notes and, and just embrace that. And he actually, um, at that 20, 22 million, he actually started another business. And, and so and he started two others one since then. So I, I, I'm getting goosebumps. That's what makes things really cool. Because the impact that we have when we do something like that is not with him. He had 70 employees, then 130 employees, and, and with a new company. So we've probably touched a thousand people and helped improve their lives by doing what, or I'll speak for myself, by doing what I get the privilege of doing, helping businesses create a profitable business that works without. And it's very obvious to me that that is very satisfying and exciting to you. Hey, it's, it, you know, it, there's nothing better than, you know, I had this conversation the other day. Somebody says, well, why do you do what you do? I said, have you ever given somebody a birthday present or, you know, or a present that they really wanted and you watch how excited they get and it makes you feel really, really good? That's how I feel every day when I watch somebody uh, get something that we're providing and teaching and learning and helping them achieve their goals. Wow. That's so impressive. Okay, I got one more question for you. Tell us one thing about yourself that nobody would know unless we asked you. That nobody would know. Uh, let's see. Think hard. Uh, well, I, I, I think a lot of people, I'm, I'm pretty much an open book. I, I worked for military intelligence for a while, which is an oxymoron. I was born in France. And, and everybody knows this, but I love scuba diving. Ah, and that's keep, my passion. You keep, your tank, you keep your tank in your office. Yeah, well, it, we're, we're doing some things on how scuba diving is like building a business, ah. specifically that planning and contingency planning. So that's why I brought it in as a, as a prop. Wow, that's really cool. Well, we've kind of come to, it's been about 22 minutes. I try to keep these really short. Is there anything else that you can share with my audience and impart some of your amazing energy and wisdom before we call it quits. Well, if you decide, and by the way, starting a business is not for everybody. Okay. Um, understand that if you decide to start a business, do your planning, get your business plan together, walk through what you need to do and get the help you need to get to where you want to go. I've had, mentors. I still have a business, two business mentors right now, um, and, and they keep me on track. Find the people that are going to help you get to where you want to go and embrace them. Wow. You know, where you're going to be in five years depends on three things. Those three things are the knowledge you gain, books, videos, whatever, the people you associate you with, people like you, Doug, um, and the actions you take, which means get, get moving. 
So if you're going to go do it, do it. Don't wait till you're ready. If you wait till you're ready, it's too late. Wow. So how do people get in touch with you? I, I, my audience is going to watch this and see, I, hey, I, I, need, I need to talk to this guy. <laughs> well, it, it'll be my honor and privilege. I'm always a free consultation. You can call 408-899-6737 and have access to my calendar. You can go to brainshare.online. That's brainshare.online. And that's our e-learning system. That's specifically designed for that a million, million and a half dollar business that want to get to that next level and learn this stuff. And just click schedule an appointment and I'll talk to you about where your business is and make some suggestions on what steps to take next. Okay. Joe, I really appreciate you coming on the show. And uh, as always, it's so exciting and fun to be with you. I'm going to be up in the Bay Area in uh, a week or two maybe we can maybe maybe I'll, I'll i'll send you an email and see if we can't get set up to say hello yeah say hello let's have some lunch and talk and and, and enjoy things a little bit because um, the people you associate with is kind of the direction you go and it's my honor and privilege to be associated with you doug well thank you joe i feel the same way see you soon you got it Doug Knoll here. Thank you so much for listening to Listening with Leaders. If you are a successful executive leader who would like to be on this program, please visit podcast.dougnoll.com slash podcast. If you got something out of this interview, would you please share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on the social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag listening with leaders. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to my website, dougnoll.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. That's at Douglas E. Noel. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next show.